listening to the Fun with Horror podcast with your hosts, Scotty and Andrew. Hello, horror friends. Welcome back to Fun with Horror, the weekly movie review podcast in which Andrew and I take turns giving each other movies to watch. And then we discuss them the following week. We only have two rules, Andrew. Two rules. The two rules are that whoever picks the movie has to pick a movie they've never seen. And we both have to watch the movie. Now, last week, Andrew, Mm -hmm. I chose Day of the Dead, the 1985 George A. Romero zombie classic. Ooh. And, of course, stay tuned until the end of the episode when we'll hear what Andrew is picking for (laughs) next week. But let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. That's right. We have other How was your week, buddy? It was a good week. It was a good week. Uh, yeah? Yeah. Yep. Weather's starting to really cool down uh, up here. So, again, more leaves are becoming orange mm. and red, which I love and appreciate. That sounds so nice. It's 90 degrees today. Oh, my here. gosh. I hate it. <laughs> that sounds horrible. <laughs> Like, this is one of those weeks where I stepped out of my apartment, and I just stepped outside, and I was just like, F you, Southern California. <laughs> I hate you. Right? That, yeah. I don't miss that much heat. Like, I like it sometimes, but yeah. all year round is tough, man. Yeah, supposedly it's going to cool down Tuesday. Oh, well, today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... Hopefully, today it's cooler when <laughs> this podcast is uh, being listened to by by the masses. Yes, <laughs> masses. Yes. <laughs> um. So, what do you got for me, buddy? What what happened this week? What's what's new? What's what's incredible? What's what's got your panties in a bunch? Everything. Everything's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. Um. You know. Well. So I have a question for you. This came oh, up. I'm going to answer it. I hope you do answer it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to ask it? a question again. Okay, so I was watching Day of the Dead, which I won't discuss yet. Not yet, but... But, again, watching it, it was very similar to when I watched The Changeling with the windows open and the fall, <sighs> you know, look of everything outside. Damn and it. it got me... Yeah, well, it got me thinking, though. Like, I really like sitting there watching a movie like this. But is this my ideal way to watch a horror movie? Oh. And I got to thinking of different ways I've watched horror and what's been kind of my favorite. And so I'm curious. I, I'll tell you mine, but I'm kind of I'm curious what your, you know, your ideal okay. way to watch a horror movie would be. Tell me yours first. Well, I have two. And it depends on the movie itself. Um, okay. So for something like, I won't say much about Day of the Dead, but I'm going to use Changeling since this we've already talked about that one. But watching Changeling felt very good watching it in in the daytime. Um, I didn't, as we mentioned in our in that review, it wasn't scary to me. Um, yeah. It was just more of a fun ghost story, which I like. Um, and I so I think having kind of that fall atmosphere in the daytime worked for that movie. Right. Um, if it's a, you know a, a scary movie that I know is going to scare me, I would much rather watch that at night. Almost always. Actually, always. That's not even a, almost. Always, I would rather do that. However, yeah. I will say, and I, this is what got me kind of thinking about it, is I would rather watch a scary movie at home than I would in a theater. And I think if this was 10 years ago, mm, 10, 15 years ago, I would have been the exact opposite. I would have said I'd much rather watch it in the theater and this big screen in that kind of atmosphere where other people are excited to watch it as well. However, I feel like nowadays, and I might be wrong, but anytime I go to the movie now, I I feel like people are just much ruder. People are texting or they're talking or, and I feel like we've lost that kind of connect that we had to movies back in the day. In in my opinion, um, I mean, I've even my wife has even <laughs> at one point we when we went and saw Split, there was these kids shouting. Or I forget what they're saying, but they're uh. being dumb. 
And she went over there and like chewed them out and they immediately stopped. It was awesome. Good job, Cindy. I know. She went over there and she's like, people have spent money to come here. We have kids. We don't get to go out often. And I mean, she let them have it. And this kid, this kid was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. He oh, was good. like, I'm sorry. It was like a group of these guys. Yeah. They're going to react one of two ways to that, you know? Oh, I know. And I sat there very, very uncomfortable and like, oh boy, I'm going to, this is either going to end with me fighting off four guys and probably getting my butt whooped or they're going to be, say sorry, and we're all going to enjoy the movie. And it, yeah. thank goodness it was the the latter. Um, yeah. I, I think a lot of times if people do realize that they're disturbing others, then they might, they might quiet down a little bit, but yeah. But sometimes they don't. It's but. true. But what about you? What what's what's kind of your if if you have your others, what how would you watch? Man, you just opened up a <laughs> I, I just my thoughts were going crazy during that. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um you opened up a fishbowl of emotions. Ooh. Good. I don't know if that's a true phrase or term or what, but it, it, is it worked. Yep. I like it. <laughs> um <laughs> My ideal way to watch a horror movie, and any horror movie, honestly, mm-hmm. um, is at night, mm-hmm. lights out, uh, complete darkness, just laid back on my couch, just enjoying it. Beautiful. That's the ideal way. Not to say I can't enjoy horror movies another way. Mm-hmm. I do, like like you said, I love overcast days, and watching a horror movie during the day during an overcast day is nice, too, mm-hmm. but... Yeah, the thrill is there in the dark. It's always there in the dark. Fair. Uh, It may or may not be there during the light. Uh, But the other thing I was thinking of when you were talking about that was Mm -hmm. rain. Mm -hmm. Because my first instinct is that I – not that I know what rain really is here in Southern California. (laughs) I mean, we get it like twice a year uh, for an hour. And um, so – we don't get that much off that that often, mm-hmm. but if the rain isn't too loud, mm-hmm. I definitely enjoy it because horror movies need quiet, right? You know, agreed. In fact, I remember a specific night that me and our buddy JD sat down. He came over, and we sat down to watch The Conjuring Two, and we eventually. Not not eventually, kind of quickly, we had to turn it off because our my neighbors next door were having a party. Ugh. And there was no way I could immerse myself in The Conjuring 2 mm-hmm. with a party going on in the background. Yep. So we just postponed f- for another night. Um, so nighttime, nighttime is the right time. Yeah. For me. <laughs> fair, no, fair enough. I totally get that. Absolutely. Now, the movie theater thing... Yes, please. ...is interesting because you know from living here, we have, or we had, mm-hmm. really good theaters here. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, when we had Arclight here, which oh, I, I hear one of them is coming back, but <gasps> they all closed down after the pandemic, but supposedly Arclight Hollywood is going to come back, and I'm my fingers are really oh. tightly crossed for that. Awesome. But the th- beautiful thing about Arclight and some theaters in LA is that there is a lack of people like you go to the right theater mm-hmm. and you get a certain audience. If you go to AMC, Regal, what have you, yeah, you're you're running the risk of having people that just don't care and right. they're on their phone in the theater, uh they're making noise and stuff. That said, Opening night of a horror movie, the right horror movie, mm-hmm. that can be fun. And I have experiences that I'll never forget. I love seeing horror movies in theaters. Yeah. Right on. Um, I remember watching The Descent <laughs> in the theater. And it was a full theater. Nice. And when people are getting just as scared as you, mm. then... It's a fun experience. And you've mentioned a quiet place. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely. That you know, was a beautiful so beautiful experience. I think a movie theater I still love movie theaters and I'm looking forward to going back to them more often because as much as my ideal is sitting on my couch in the dark, watching a, a horror movie, 
hoping that it's a little bit scary. Right. Uh, movie theaters, I still, I, I love the experience. And I would absolutely go to a movie theater to see a movie if it was playing. You know, I, I agree with that. If Again, if, if it was Arclight here, absolutely. You're right. Yeah. Because what do you when guys you, have? Uh, locally owned theaters. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So... Smaller town, you know, that makes Ex- it harder. Exactly. So, yeah, if we had an arc light sitting here, I agreed. If you're there and everyone is in, is immersed in the movie with you, it is a different feel. And it is very, yeah. very fun. And like I said, yeah, like you mentioned, The Quiet Place, A Quiet Place when we watched that, everyone was quiet and into the movie. And it was, it definitely had an impact. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Even A Quiet Place 2 was like that for us. So. Yeah. Um, awesome. Now quick segue yes uh on the other hand i want you to i want you to think back to the opening scene of scream 2 (laughs) the movie theater i know what you're talking about yeah (laughs) that scene bugs me because i have never seen a movie theater that rowdy uh during a movie on opening night me either (laughs) (laughs) i was like Okay, I mean, I've seen some rowdy audiences that get excited, but when the movie stops or, or starts, mm-hmm. when the movie's playing, people kind of calm down a little bit. Yeah. But man, that movie is, the movie's playing and people are just like jumping all over the seats and running down the aisle. Yeah, and... running down the aisle. Yeah. yeah. I love Scream too and Scream and I love the whole series, mm-hmm. but man, every time I watch that 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 opening scene, I'm just like, oh. I'm like, sit down and shut up and watch the movie. <laughs> Damn kids. Get off my lawn. Get off my lawn. First, he created the most frightening film ever made. Then, he took his unique vision of terror one step further. George A. Romero takes us out of the night, beyond the dawn, and into the darkest day of horror the world has ever known. Day of the Dead. Oh, uh, wow. I, I, excellent. I actually uh, I remember to hit my, my stopwatch. <laughs> I hit mine, At the too. right time. <laughs> Usually I forget until like five minutes in. Right. <laughs> I've done that. I do that actually a lot as well. So I'm like, uh, I'll add two minutes to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's time for our movie discussion, buddy. Yes. Yes. This was your pick, man. Yep. It was my pick, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what movie did I pick? What movie did you pick? You picked... Oh. What was it? Uh, Day of the Dead? Day of the Dead. The original Day of the Dead. Yes, the 1985. <laughs> um, so I'm going to be honest here. Uh-oh, okay. Here's a, here's a crazy little factoid about me. Ooh. When I picked this movie, I had Day and Dawn backwards. In my mind, Day of the Dead was the second in Romero's early zombie trilogy. Ah, Boy, boy, did I learn the truth. <laughs> Day of the Dead is the third. Right. Which everybody listening to this probably already knows. But yeah, so it was Night of the Living Dead, and then Dawn of the Dead, mm-hmm. and then the Day of the Dead. So I, 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 I guess you're wondering what I thought of I, this movie. I am curious. <laughs> <laughs> um, you ready? I'm ready, man. I'm always ready. Yeah, lay it on me. Because uh, I'm curious what you thought too, because it was both of our first time. Yes. Uh, uh, watching it all the way through. Correct. Yep. I liked it a lot. All right. And scene. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it a lot. Uh, I, you know, my first instinct is to say I loved it, mm-hmm. and I love parts of it. But right. you know, it had it had a few issues. Sure. But overall. I liked it a lot. There you go. <laughs> I like that. What about you? I would... For the same thing with this one. I liked it. Yeah. I liked it. 
I wonder. I'm I'm sure we're both going to come up with the same pluses and minuses. I would say they're probably going to be close. But yeah, I would say is it's not like my favorite zombie movie ever for sure. But I liked it. Yeah, I mean, I would say it's up there, though, for me. Oh, wow, okay. I mean, there's... I'm trying to... Th- well, Shaun of the Dead, obviously. Right. Is is your favorite. It is, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, here's the interesting thing. Night of the Living Dead was amazing mm-hmm. when it came out. Absolutely. Blew people away. Right. Dawn of the Dead came out. Blew people away. Mm-hmm. They loved it back then. Right. Day of the Dead did not blow people away. Oh, really? When it came out, people were disappointed. Oh, really? I didn't know And that. I kind of feel sorry for, for poor George Romero back then. Yeah. Because he made this wonderful movie, and people wanted more Dawn of the Dead. Huh. And as we have seen, and here we are about to enter spoiler territory. Yes. Good call. So those of you listening... If you haven't seen George Romero's 1985 Day of the Dead, you might want to go watch it before listening further because we're going to spoil some stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this movie is a lot more contemplative and philosophical, a little bit less action, a little bit less zombie destruction and action than Dawn of the Dead was. For sure. Yep. Absolutely. And then get this, buddy. What's that? Not too long, like, I think maybe a couple months only, like, right after Day of the Dead was released, Mm -hmm. Return of the Living Dead was released. And we all know how that one sits with horror fans. Oh, yeah. That one was, people loved it. I love Return of the Living Dead. (laughs) I did, too. I did, too. I actually, I haven't watched it in a long time. I've been. Yeah. It's on my rewatch list right now. Ooh, nice. Because, because, yeah, I own it. I just haven't watched it in a while. And I feel like it's time. Yeah, man. Yeah. But, yeah, so this movie, you have a one, an ama- I love the opening of the movie. Oh, me too. Uh, and right away, I'm going to talk about the score. Oh, okay. Yeah, please. The score was composed by John Harrison, who was actually also the first assistant director on the movie. Oh, that's cool. He also composed the score to Creep Show, which <laughs> came out. So Romero released, uh, he released Dawn of the Dead, and then in between that and Day of the Dead, he also released the movie Night Riders, which was like medieval, uh, medieval people on motorcycles. Oh, weird! I do not know yeah. that movie. I remember when it came out. I don't know if I ever saw it, uh-huh. <laughs> but I remember the poster and all. Sweet. And then Creep Show. Awesome. Which is a classic now. It was, I think Creepshow was favorably received when it came out. It wasn't like, it wasn't a blockbuster. Mm-hmm. But then he wanted to make Day of the Dead, and he actually wanted it to be a much bigger movie. But because of the poor reception to Night Riders and the okay reception to Creepshow, mm-hmm. I think the studios didn't really give him the budget that he wanted to oh, make. Wow. The Day of the Dead he originally intended to make, but in interviews, he does say he ended up making the movie that he wanted to make. So he was happy with Day of the Dead. Mm-hmm. That's good. And I can see why. Yeah. Uh, I can totally see why. Um, but yeah, back to the first assistant director. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a tangent. Uh, I love the the music. Um when I first listened to the music, it kind of threw me a little bit. I could see that. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Totally. It's not exactly like your your regular <laughs> scary horror movie soundtrack. Not at all. Especially that first song that plays. Yeah. Man, that was... But... Yeah, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, you know, watching the movie, and then they play that score throughout the bonus features as well. Oh, nice. And I've... I started falling in love with the score <laughs> and I absolutely love it now. So, and then you also have something that sounded very familiar to me hmm. when they get out of the helicopter and they're standing in the street mm-hmm. and he's sitting there going, hello, right. hello. Yep. 
I was like, this sounds familiar to me. And then what do you know? The gorillas, um, (laughs) their very first album. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The band, they have their first album. They have a song called M one a one. And the beginning of the song is actually the score to day of the dead. Plus a sample of him going, hello, what is anybody there? And awesome. Yeah, I went back and listened to it, and it's so cool to listen to now. Oh, I need to listen to that right after this. That is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, you'll love it. But yeah, then I love, I just like that opening. I love the the empty streets. I love the alligator. Yep, yep. <laughs> Poor alligator. I know. <laughs> the alligator, like, hurt, like, it fell out of the truck. They dropped it. Um, this was in the bonus features. Yeah, it's so sad. <laughs> the The alligator wranglers dropped the alligator trying to take it out of the truck because it's huge. Yeah, and it bumped its nose, and its little nose was bleeding. And if Aww. you watch, if you watch the scene, you can see his nose is like all pink. And but, but <laughs> I was like, man, they have like zombies walking right behind this live alligator. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome because you know why? Why? Those two zombies were the alligator handlers. <laughs> Dude, they put them in zombie makeup. That is hilarious. <laughs> that's awesome. And then you have one of the most famous zombies in any movie ever. <sighs> so Dr. Tongue. Yep. Such a great, like, mm, I well, love that still. And then it shows, if I remember right, I might be wrong, um, but I feel like right at that part where you see it, and I, I can't remember, but I think you see Tom Savini. Like right around that, like you see him in the credits. I thought it's it close. Was, it's close to that. So no, when you see Doctor Tongue, that's when the actual movie title. You're comes right. Out. You're right. It you're says right. Day you're of right. the Dead. Yep. You're right. Um, but yeah, his. I, I honestly can't remember which zombies were showing when his either. title came up. But um, yeah, that was one of the coolest zombie effects. It is uh, one of the coolest zombie effects ever. It was great. And that was a precursor to this entire movie when it comes to the zombie effects. Like, even by today's standards, some of those, like, the zombie kills were incredible. Yep. I was not expecting... I hadn't seen a lot of those. I'd seen some, because it's a well-known movie, and so I'd seen some, but I had not seen all of them, and so when those happened, I I thought the same thing. I was like, whoa, that's intense. That's really good. (laughs) We'll we'll get to those in a second. Yeah. Yep. Um, but then you know after after this awesome opening, and then they fly off. Then you have a very long extended. Well, they go underground. Yep. And the movie becomes doctors versus military or scientists versus military, mm-hmm. and that's where it gets a little hit or miss. Mm-hmm. Now I was never bored. Uh, audiences evidently back in the day were bored hmm. during that during this long stretch where the zombies aren't really rampaging, right? Um, but I liked that they were doing experiments on zombies. <laughs> uh, I have again, like you, I had seen a lot of nothing was very was a surprise to me. Let's say okay, fair enough. Um. You see enough of these. You see Eli Roth's History of Horror. You watch his Zombies episode, or you watch In Search of Darkness, which mm-hmm. is what made me want to finally watch this movie in the first place. Nice. They show quite a bit. They show they show Bub first of all, right? And Bub is on the he's on the new mov- movie poster. Like yeah, Bub is Bub is a star. Oh yeah, for sure. And. Uh, he was played by a guy named Howard Sherman. And I'm going to just say right now, my favorite acting and my favorite character in the entire the movie. Mm-hmm. And, and what what the <laughs> what grammar was that? In entire the movie. In entire the movie. <laughs> in the entire movie. There we go. Was Bub. Yeah. <laughs> Bub the zombie. Totally. I 100% agree with you on that. uh, Close second was the zombie that they turned the lights off on. Uh, There's the zombie they have chained up to the wall, Mm -hmm. and 
the Dr. Logan, played by Richard Liberty, who is also awesome. Yeah, he is. As he's leaving the room, he's he's telling the zombie, uh, think about what you've done. Think about it. And then they leave and they turn off the lights and the face the zombie makes <laughs> is priceless. It's one of my favorite moments in the entire movie. <laughs> but, okay, so here we go. Mm. I'm going to get my negatives out of the way. Please, yeah. Yep. Too much yelling. Yes, absolutely. Was that yours? It wasn't, but I, I totally agree. Okay. Yep. Uh, evidently, a lot of these actors were stage actors before oh. they were in Day of the Dead. Um, including, I think, Gary Clark played Steel, which was, he was the big military guy. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he got kind of annoying. Yeah, and I know they're sure. supposed to be, you're not supposed to like them, really. Mm-hmm. But... He was a little over the top and annoying. Agreed. <laughs> and then you have to talk about Rhodes, yeah. the the captain, played by Joe Pilato. Yeah. Yeah, the main antagonist. I he's he was great, first of all. Mm-hmm. But man, just turn it down a notch. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> he was just he was just constantly like just super intense and yeah, I I appreciate his acting job. I think he did a really good job. I just, I, I do like, it was kind of grating after a while. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> everybody else I thought was okay. Well then there was the other, I forget his name, but, uh, the, the other military guy that ran around with steel, right. It was just right. a buffoon. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I wanted him to die quick. Yeah. Um, but I loved Sarah. Mm-hmm. I liked so I feel like these days the movie would definitely push what it would be like for a woman to be in this situation with just a bunch of men agreed absolutely and I actually thought that there was going to be more about that in this movie and there wasn't really yeah me me too yep I'm with you yep they they allude to it mm-hmm. like in one scene they allude to it after that Nothing. Yep. And I was like, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for not like going there. Agreed. And then uh let's see, who else? Uh Miguel. Yeah. Miguel was her her lover. Mm-hmm. There was something I loved about Miguel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was played by Anthony DeLeo. And he's seemed in the movie he seemed like a small guy right. with the deepest voice. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I totally agree. (laughs) And he was just going crazy. And that was, he was, I loved it. He was, he was very melodramatic. Right. But I loved it. It was fun. Yep. Um, McCready and uh, John. Mm -hmm. So uh, John and John, I, I don't know his last name, but he was, he was the, the guy with the West Indies. Right accent and right away i was like he i think he's faking that accent oh yeah <laughs> i thought the same thing <laughs> and sure enough in the bonus features he's totally faking it yeah i think he was born in like massachusetts or something like that <laughs> yeah <laughs> I was like, okay <laughs> and he even says that people at in public they don't believe it's him because he doesn't have the accent <laughs> So he has to like, he has to do the accent for people. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah. Uh, Oh, so, okay. So then he's got his, his partner in crime, uh, McCready. Right. I think that's his name. Um, Yeah, I think so. The amazing thing about him was near the end of the movie when they're fighting the zombies in the tunnels and he like shoots a couple zombies and then he barks at one of them. (laughs) Did you catch that? Yeah, I did. (laughs) What a moment. I was like, what the what the hell just happened? I think it was McDermott. McDermott, thank yep, you. Yep, McDermott. Thank you. Yeah, no, you're good. Played by uh Jarleth Conroy. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. McDermott. McDermott. I you know what was what was Kurt Russell's name in the thing? Oh, was it McCready? No. Well No. No. I don't know. I'm getting McCready from somewhere, but somebody out there is gonna, yeah. gonna <laughs> text me and tell me after they <laughs> 
listen to this and then I'll be like, how'd you get my number? <laughs> I've been, oh, no. I'm an, I've been giving it to everybody. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah everybody's been <laughs> so asking. That's, that's where they're coming from. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so, yeah. So, that's, that's, I think that's, oh, okay. One more actor I have to mention. Please. Greg Nicotero. Johnson? Johnson. Hmm? You do not know, my friend? No. Oh, I'm glad I get to tell you this one. Yeah. He was the blonde bearded guy when yeah. his partner uh, got his neck bitten. Right. And a big chunk taken out of his neck and he like sprayed his his uh, his <laughs> weapon all over the place and he killed his, his friend Johnson. Yeah. That's Greg Nicotero, the, the creator of, well, not the creator of the Walking Dead right. comic book, but the showrunner. Yeah. And That's crazy. also amazing special effects artist. Yeah, I had no idea that was him. Yeah, it doesn't look like him. If no, you see, it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you see uh interviews with Nicotero now, yeah, it doesn't look like him at all. No, that's awesome. But that was him and he also helped Savini. That's where he got his start, man. Are you serious? That's so cool. He got to start helping Tom Savini with the makeup effects in this movie, the special effects. That's awesome. I love that. Oh, so, yeah, so cool. good acting pretty much all around. Mm -hmm. Some melodramatic. Yep. Um, and a lot of conversation, which I actually liked. I just, I just got tired of, especially Rhodes, just yelling at right. everybody. Right. And being just so over the top intense. And I was like, all right, take it down a notch, dude. Come on. Right. But I mean, I guess it made his death all that more satisfying. <laughs> yeah. I liked the story of Bub. Mm hmm. Again, my favorite character in the entire movie. I loved his facial expressions. <laughs> he was, for real, his, his mouth always doing like whatever it's doing <laughs> was great. Right. Oh, his great. bottom jaw going left and right. Yep. Oh, so it was good. So good. Um the uh the actor, uh Howard Sherman, he was talking about how he took the part very seriously and when Dr. Logan is moving his hand in front of his face, mm -hmm. he said that Bub as a zombie, he's so in, in like when he's listening to the music, especially right. mm -hmm. he's so enraptured by the music and his mind is so slow that he wouldn't notice the quick movements. It's not until Logan puts his finger in his face that he focuses on the finger and watches Logan's finger go down to the tape recorder. Oh, that's awesome. And he said that wasn't really planned. It, he forced uh, Richard Liberty to do that at the time. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So then obviously, as we know, at some point in the movie, the zombies are going to get in the tunnels. Right. Yep. All hell's going to break loose. Yep. And oh my goodness, man. <laughs> it was so awesome. <laughs> These were some amazing kills. They really were. It was really hard for me to pick my favorite kill out of all these. Yep. I have um, one, but I, I thought the same thing. Like, after seeing everyone just get mutilated. Yeah. It was tough. Uh, special shout out. Uh, oh gosh, who was it? Who I, I, I can't remember. It's like one of the first seriously brutal kills where the zombies rip his head off. Oh, um, and they're pulling his head away. I can't I remember, remember which character was that was. It was one of the, it was one of the army guys. Yeah. The military guys. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, but one thing I actually, I kind of noticed the first time I watched it and then it was pointed out in the bonus features, especially was the way his voice, his voice mm -hmm. gets really high. Yeah. Like he's screaming. And then they made his voice go super high as his vocal cords are getting stretched. Oh, so good. It's so gruesome. Like oh. literally to me, maybe the most disturbing part of the movie. That's fair. Yep. Um, steel. Well, steel shoots himself, kills himself. Yeah. Uh, his, his little buddy, mm -hmm. I think it's Rickles. Is Rickles his little buddy? That sounds right. Would make uh, sense. I'm sorry if I got that wrong, but I think it's Rickles. Uh, he gets, he gets his eye popped out. Yeah. And that was, that was amazing. Yeah. One half his face ripped off too. Yeah. Yeah. So good. 
And then, of course, Rhodes is a very famous death. And that was the one I had seen. Because, it, it, like you said, it's famous. So I, I knew that one pretty well. Yeah. They showed it in Search of Darkness. Right. You're right. They showed that one. That one. That one. That my one. gosh. My voice. <laughs> I apologize, everybody, and, and you. Don't Andrew. apologize. I'm, I'm sorry. Knock it off. <laughs> <laughs> um, the behind the scenes of Rhodes' death is amazing. Oh, really? So here's what happened. They used pig guts. Oh. <gasps> Um, for that and for the scenes, uh, the two different scenes where like the zombie sits up and his, his intestines just fall yep. out on the floor <laughs> Yep, <laughs> and it happens in the dream sequence with Miguel. Oh, right. So yep. these were all pig guts. They went, they had a week shoot away from the mine where they had, I think, I think it's when they went to West Palm beach for the street mm-hmm. for a week, but I'm not totally sure, but anyway, they had to go to a different location for a week, and they kept the pig guts in a refrigerator. Well, somebody oh, no. uh, unplugged that refrigerator. Oh, no. So when they ha- came back and they had to do the road scene, these pig guts had been rotting <sighs> in this refrigerator for more than a week, I think a couple weeks at least. And you could smell them from extremely far away. So imagine poor Joe Pilato. <laughs> they they have no choice. It's like 2 o'clock in the morning. They have to film this scene. They can't just go out and get pig guts somewhere. So they stuff these pig guts into his fake body that they're about to rip apart. Oh, my gosh. And all the special effects people around, they had they had stuff under their nose. They had plugs in their nose. They they had they had protection to keep the smell to a minimum. Joe Pilato did not, <laughs> Dude. and he had to sit there for like four hours with that smell right underneath his nose. Oh my gosh! And yeah, oh, very guy. difficult. Yeah, holy moly! Uh, and speaking of difficult. They were talking about how just the entire shoot, because they were shooting in a real mine. Oh, that's which, cool. Yeah. I, I, that was one of the things I noticed was how amazing the set looked. Right. And turns out it's just a real mine with that's actual cool. administrative offices in that mine. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, right? That's so cool. But not so easy to shoot in. People barely saw daylight because they'd shoot all day, and by the time they came out of the mine, it's nighttime. Um, they're breathing in the dust and whatever is down in that mine, like for months. Oh my gosh. So yeah. Um, Lori Cardiel, who played Sarah, who I I thought was brilliant. Mm -hmm. Uh, she mentioned that she's, she can't, she has asthma. Oh, geez. (laughs) Could be from the mines and she's, you know, surprised that not everybody that worked on that movie has has uh respiratory issues now yeah that's so, crazy <laughs> and then you finally i mean so the zombie kills were amazing mm-hmm. again some of the best even by today's standards some of the best i've seen for sure i agree um and then uh i thought the ending was kind of it was it was cool it was fine yep you know there's a quick like fake dream sequence where sarah dreams the zombies are stopping her but no they got away yep her and uh mcdermott and uh and john mm-hmm. they all got away to a quiet beach yep and uh she's marking off november october is over yep. now it's november <laughs> and then the credits roll yep. <laughs> um so yeah i liked it a little bit too much yelling at each other mm-hmm. your turn well no i no i agree with with everything you say yeah right no you're good i agree with everything um i actually though am kind of in that crowd of the original uh group that watched this and thought maybe there was a little too much dialogue um Mm -hmm. and my i guess my reason being maybe it wasn't too much dialogue maybe it was just the back and forth because it does just kind of go back and forth scientists military scientists military scientists military 
And maybe that's why. Because I just went, okay, it's the same fight again. Like, we're upset at each other. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what I'm talking about with mm-hmm. the too much yelling. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. So, then, yeah, I agree with that. Um, one thing I liked, or a couple things, I guess, would be I really enjoyed that our three s- sort of main characters, besides Miguel, um, got out. <laughs> I mean, they lived, which was kind of cool. Um, yeah. I thought that was fun. I like, too, that Miguel, especially kind of in that time as well, was was the her lover. Like, I thought that was cool because he's sort of not the stereotypical, you know, boyfriend of the... And, and again, and kind of more at that time. Yeah. I thought that was great. I was like, sweet. That's, a, that's more realistic. Like, I'm all about that. Yeah, um, if you had lined up all the characters mm-hmm. and said, okay, Lori, one of these characters is her love interest. Uh, or Sarah, sorry. Right. Um, is one of these, one of her, one of these characters is her love interest. I don't know if I would have picked Miguel. Agreed. Agreed. Yep. And then I will say my, probably my favorite scene. Well, one, one of my favorite lines when the doctor is yelling at the zombie and he goes, what does he say? He's like, um, that wasn't very nice. That wasn't very nice at all or something like that. And I was like, <laughs> just, it made Yeah, that me was laugh. right. That was right before the, the lights. Right. Yes. I just, I love that. But I think my favorite scene though, besides the deaths in it was mm-hmm. when, uh, Miguel gets bit and, um, I want to say Lori oh. cause that's the actress, but Sarah just immediately cuts his arm off. She knocks him out, takes the hat or takes the knife or whatever machete and just cuts his arm off and then, um, cauterizes it. I mean, but yeah. it's like two seconds. She just knows what to do. I was like, that was awesome. I was not expecting that to happen, but I love how fast she was. She knew exactly what to do. I thought that was a great scene. So cool. And it was the first time that somebody had tried that in a zombie movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So, but unfortunately, Mm -hmm. like that, I did, I like that too. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, Miguel, instead of waiting to see if it worked, decides to Kill himself by zombie. Right. And oh my God, if I'm going to kill myself, geez, at least take a gun with you, dude. Right. Oh, that was Like the last thing I'd want is to die by being eaten by zombies. Yep. Yep. Like that would be the worst. Yep. Yep. I get how heroic his actions were, but yeah, he he didn't need to. Yeah. If he had a gun or something, would have been a lot faster, but that was horrible. Oh, man. Ugh. Yep. (laughs) Horrible. Horrible. Uh yeah, so uh, like who knows if it worked? As we know in Walking Dead, I think it worked mm-hmm. for one of the characters. Yeah, but it, you know, that was such a great idea. It was, um, yeah. But that also brings up Tom Savini's movie magic. Mm-hmm. Holy crap! Yeah. Uh, a little segue. When I was watching the commentary to Friday the Thirteenth. Mm-hmm. Uh, the original one thing they referred to themselves as, like the the special effects people, were mm-hmm. magicians. Oh, nice! They're yeah. doing a magic trick totally. to try and get the audience to believe that this is real, even though the audience knows it's not. They know it's special effects and makeup, but see if you can find where the makeup is. And one of the gr- best scenes in the movie is Miguel getting his arm chopped off. Agreed. Because it looks it looks real and. Mm. They did it really nicely, you know. They they started. They had to put some clay in the fake arm so that the knife would stick the first time she drives it down. Oh! And in that shot, his his arm is in a hole in the ground. His real arm, right? Okay. But then it cuts to another shot where she's like kind of sawing through the arm. Yeah. <laughs> That's his real arm, and that is a machete with a little hole cut out. Nice. Okay. And then she's sawing down and you see his real hand like move, his mm-hmm. fingers move a little bit. And then it cuts back to the fake arm as she cuts the whole thing off and then cauterizes it. But yeah, that's brilliant. Awesome. It's like it is. It's like a magic trick. Yeah. And that's I love really that. Good. I love that analogy. I do too. That's awesome. And it really was a great scene. Like I it it looks real. It looks very real. It was excellent. Yeah. Well done. And and that's just one of many in the movie. Like, yep. Tom Savini is amazing. Yeah, <laughs> and this well, that's is why, why he's, he's like a legend. One of the, yeah, exactly. 
So, uh, what else? Anything else? I think that's it. Those are my notes. And then, like I said, pretty much everything you said, I agree with. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. I thought it was, yeah, it was, it was a fun movie for sure. Um, which actually that reminds me, or that doesn't remind me. It brings us, should we do our three questions? Let's do it. All right. Who would cross the bridge of death must answer me these questions three. So question number one, Scotty. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. What Go was, ahead. Question number one. Question number one. What was your favorite kill <laughs> slash death? <laughs> yeah, this was a tough one. Mm-hmm. I think ultimately it it just it has to be Rhodes. Yeah, his body getting torn in half. What an amazing shot! It's it's just so visceral, mm-hmm. and in a way, it's just really realistic. It 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 was a struggle for me to figure out what he was saying because he's yelling at the end of it, mm-hmm. and. You know, eventually I found out that he's saying choke on it, choke yeah. on it. <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> and I was like, what is he saying? I had to watch the bonus features to figure it out. Nice. Uh, but it was really hard to pick between that one and uh, the guy getting his head ripped off with the with the screaming going super high pitched because yeah. that was just like Rhodes is kind of fun. It's a fun zombie kill. Right. That that other one was just freaking disturbing. Right. So it. In the end, I think Rhodes edges out the other one, mm-hmm. but man, that other one gets gets a huge, super huge honorable mention for so, sure. You same thing. Same um, thing. I agree with that hundred percent. And Kinda one figured thing, you would. Yeah, Rhodes is just yeah, it's insane. And one thing I love too is after he gets literally torn apart, it's just a shot for or a few shots, excuse me, for like. I don't know, a minute at least, of just zombies eating pieces of him. Yeah, yeah. I was like, whoa, that's... That was a that that's was a great, great sequence, right? It really was. It was excellent. <laughs> so, yeah, I think... And now knowing the story behind it, too, it just adds to it. So, I, yeah, Rhodes, mm. for sure, I think, is um is my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Good job, Joe Pilato, wherever you are. Yeah, man. Way to go. <laughs> <laughs> so, question number two, then. Was it scary? Um... I would say no. By today's standards, no. Mm. I'm not really scared of zombies. Right. Uh, and even even by today's standards, there was only a couple of small moments where I felt I felt some tension. For the most part, everything was maybe because also because I'd seen so many little scenes here and there. Uh, I was never really tense for any of the characters. Um, the only, the only part that really affected me was the head ripping scene Mm -hmm. with the vocal cords. Um, and again, that didn't really affect me until I saw the bonus features and I really heard the, the high pitched voice (laughs) and realized that that was like a purposeful thing. But overall, not so scary. Yeah. When the zombies are released in the caves, I wanted them to slaughter everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted Bub to get loose. I wanted Bub to join in. And I love that he didn't really join in. He's a he's kind of above the other zombies. Right. He doesn't he doesn't need to eat people right away. Um he just shoots them. Yep. (laughs) Uh so yeah, not so scary. What about you? Same. I would I don't think it was very scary. I'm with you. Zombies have never really freaked me out or scared me especially slow zombies um so yeah i would i again there were some great moments there was intense moments but i would say it wasn't very scary nope now real quick aside uh now this one didn't have that many that much tension in it for me Mm -hmm. but like i'm just now in my mind from what you said that zombies don't really scare you Mm mm-hmm but there are movies and uh, you know scenes from The Walking Dead, of course, mm-hmm. where you are scared for the characters. That's true. You're right. And the tension is high, and you know I'm thinking of The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm thinking of Shaun of the Dead at times because you love those characters. That's true. You're right. And then I'm also thinking of I'm not sure if you've seen it, Train to Busan. I have. Yep. <laughs> Okay, so to yeah. me, I think that is the best zombie movie I've ever seen. 
Wow. Um, and I've never felt such tension and fear for the characters as I felt in that movie. Right. Yep. As far as zombie movies are concerned. Fair. Nope. Yep. I would agree with you on that. Absolutely. So, but yeah, Day of the Dead, I we agree. Yeah. Not, not that scary. Not too scary. Now, question three. Did you have fun with horror, Scotty? I had a lot of fun with horror. <laughs> yeah. Um, this movie was a lot of fun. You know, yeah, if you're... I think the conversations bothered you a little bit more than me. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the, the constant yelling in the conversations, but I didn't mind the extended moments of dialogue sure. themselves. Sure. Uh, I wasn't ever bored. Good. But man, when the zombies get in there, it is so much zombie fun. <laughs> At least for me, I had, I had, oh, I was just, I was just, I was just laughing and <laughs> giggling and just, just also in awe of the amazing special effects, especially for 1985. Yeah. yeah. Like amazing. Tom Savini. Serious. I bow to him. (laughs) Did you have fun? I I think you did. Of course I did. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. Like when those zombies go down there, it's just anarchy. And I, I, again, I, I'm with you. I just had, I had a grin on my face and I just enjoyed every second of it. Um, but yeah, it was fun. I totally had fun with this movie. Absolutely. So yeah. And that, that's, that's, that's awesome because I think when we do older movies, it's not just, it's not just, did we enjoy the movie? Did we like the movie? But another big question for these movies is for somebody who didn't grow up watching them. Right. Did they hold up? Right. And I think Day of the Dead, probably, at least for me, was better today than it would have been if I watched it back then. Fair. I like that point. Yeah. I think back then I might've been with the masses. I might've agreed with people that it was a little too slow at times. Yeah. Cause when I was in 1985, uh, uh, yeah, I was still a young teenager for myself and I just wanted to see blood and guts and gore. <laughs> and you have to wait quite a while for that in this movie. You do. But That's true. as an adult, I love, I love the conversations. I love the story. So I love it. Man. That's an interesting thing. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> well, we agreed on this one, unlike last week. Right. I know. I Can hate I being right all again? the time, man. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get you back. <laughs> of course you did. And uh shout out to all the people who uh who catch that revenge reference. Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Other people are going, Revenge, what movie's that? Yeah, right. I ain't seen that one. <laughs> Okay, so before we move on, there's a few things that I just, I looked at my notes, mm-hmm. and a few things I wanted to mention. First of all, the bats in the cave. Did you notice there was like one section of the cave where they had a fake bat or two just flying horizontally across the cave? I guess Cracked I me didn't. Up. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if I really caught that. They were just such, like, as far as all the special effects go, they were great, but those bats were such... I mean, obviously fake bats right. that just, they made me giggle. <laughs> also, shout out to the to the very uh, assorted group of zombies that came down into the caves. <laughs> Especially the... Uh, the clown. <laughs> the clown zombie, yes, I have that one written down. The zombie that still has a cigar in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, uh, I, I forget why I wrote down mailbox, but the mailbox football zombie... Oh, because it says mailbox on his on his football uniform. Oh, I think. funny! Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, what else? Real quick. Also, also another quick fact. Yes, please. And then we can move on. Lori Cardiel mm-hmm. again, who played Sarah. Right. Her father was the newscaster in Night of the Living Dead. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah. So. Oh, that's very so cool. cool. I thought that was amazing. I set us down. But I won't leave my seat, and I'll keep the engine running. Now the first sign of trouble, I'm going up. If you ain't on board when that happens, you're likely to have a lousy afternoon. I and that love is that. Day of the Dead. And now, now that we've done that, Andrew. Yes. I think it's time to move on. Because 
I am anxious to hear what we are watching this week. I'm I'm anxious to tell you what we're watching this week. So I actually this movie my my brother told me about this, so I don't know, maybe a year or two ago. Okay. Um and so I texted him today before we start recording this and I said, Hey, I think you're gonna like what I picked. And he said, Hold on, don't tell me, let me guess. And he, he he's given me a few movies. Um but then he, he it was like I think his second or third try, he got it. Oh. And I said, Yep, that's the one. <laughs> and so um this is kind so of So Alex Alex loses is what you're saying. Alex loses. No, I Alex <laughs> well depending if this movie is is good and I like it then I think Alex is a winner. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll Alex see liked Psycho Goreman, so he's a winner in my book. That's right. I know that text, that stinker. Where he said, I'm <laughs> Shout team- out to Alex. My brother said he's team Scotty. I mean, come on. Uh <laughs> Yeah, but your wife was team Andrew, so. That's right. No, I love Alex, so I'll that's fine. Um, <laughs> anywho, so this is a, a, there's two of these movies, and I haven't seen either. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm quite curious if you've actually seen this one. Uh, it's from 2014, and it pops up pretty much every time I turn on Netflix. Hmm. It is a found footage film. Ooh. And I this is called cool. Creep. Okay, I have heard of this, and Ooh. this is a movie that I have also wanted to see. <gasps> Yay! <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, man, that's great. I didn't, yes. I wasn't, I don't know if I was aware that it was found footage. Oh, sorry. Hopefully I didn't, I mean, well, I guess you'll see it right away. Well, now <laughs> I'm not going to watch it. You yeah. ruined it. Yeah, sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Um, yeah, no, yeah, I've heard, I've heard good things. So me too. Uh, and this one, and I, I looked it up because not much about it. Because again, it's I really don't know much about this one, but I did make sure I looked it up just to see what genres it was. And it, it says horror, so it's it's horror. No, it's know. definitely horror. Okay, I think, I think it was either Fright Rags or Cavity Colors even did a uh, a, a, sh- a small clothing line based on Creep. Oh, cool! That's I awesome. think it was Cavity Colors. Oh, that's really cool. Okay. But yeah, oh man. So this movie, obviously, is the story of how Tom York from Radiohead wrote the song Creep. <laughs> um, just a heads up, I was singing that song a lot today to uh, my wife and daughter. Oh, and good. I don't know if they were appreciated it, because I, I sang I, it a lot. <laughs> I like it. Thanks, man. <laughs> uh, so cool. Okay, yeah. So next week, 2014. Ooh, that's awesome. Creep. Which if I am, I am very excited. I am too. I am very excited about this one. If anyone is is curious, like I mentioned, if I I see it on Netflix all the time. So if you have a Netflix account, it's it's on there. Um, yeah. If you want to watch, or other places. Sweet. Yeah. There we go. Sweet. Sweet. Should we plug our stuff? Yeah. I mean, this is the end of episode fifteen. So episode fifteen. That's insane. We're, I feel I like we're halfway to thirty. We, which is halfway to 60. <laughs> Whoa. Which, yeah, add 40 more. Guess what? 100. We're essentially at 100 episodes at this point. Yeah, basically. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, you know what? But you saying that, it made me think we're halfway to 30. Right. And then you said we're halfway to 60. And I was like, oh, when we do hit 60, we will have been doing this for over a year. Yeah, that's crazy. Let me rephrase that. Ben doing this. Oh I, my gosh. I thought you my said enunciation that. is terrible today. No. Fine. I was like, Ben doing this. Ben do- <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's maybe it's like a new character you're working on. Yeah. Maybe I just you know, I didn't do my uh vocal exercises before the podcast. Right. Well, next week sing creep before you uh before we start recording. Uh yeah yeah. Yeah, I will. <laughs> And if you don't serenade me with creep before we start recording, before I hit that button, I, I'm going to be a little bit mad next week. So make All a right, note. Creep. <laughs> Dude, I am so excited. Me too. Me That's too. a good choice, man. Thanks, buddy. Um, oh, real quick. I mean, they're, so, all good, they're all good choices, but. And yeah. everyone. Okay, plug us. Plug us. Plug us. Please go on our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, our Spotify Facebook, playlist. Twitter, Instagram. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is what I mean. If you're not serenading me next week, what's the point? Right? What's the point? I'm only going to serenade you at the end of the episode, so people have to listen to the entire episode to hear the serenade. 
Okay, that works for me as long as I'm serenaded. <laughs> Next Spotify. <week. laughs> God, so beautiful. I love you, Andrew. And I love I you. I love you, buddy. <laughs> this has been fun with horror. <laughs> Made it up on the spot. On the spot. God, we have a groundlings uh, graduate over here. <laughs> no. <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for your songs. Uh, thank you for another fun-filled week. Yep. It was good. Yeah. It was good. Day of the Dead. Day of the Dead, man. What fun. I think, uh, I think yeah, I'm, I'm going to go listen to uh, the Shaun of the Dead soundtrack. I'm going to watch Creep. Nice. And, so- uh, yeah. Have a, have a wonderful horror-filled week, my friends. Yes, please enjoy your scary, spooky week. <laughs> I don't know what happened there, man. I tried to be cool, and I just really dropped the ball on that one. So, wow. Uh, way to end I, We're going to end I this episode on a high note. Um, <laughs> I still love you, buddy. I love you too, man. <laughs> All right, have a good week. You too. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. wasn't very nice, you know. That wasn't very nice at all.